0: You're listening to The Fashion Detour, presented by J-Tribe.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm very excited because this week we have a special guest. Her name is Danith Peleg, and she is an Israeli 3D fashion designer. So... Say hi, Zanid, How are you?
2: Hi, I'm great. Thank you for having me, Michelle. I'm very excited.
1: So, yes, um, well, I really wanted to find out what or who inspired you to become a fashion designer.
2: Well, everything started when I was very young. Uh, I was about uh, 10 years old. And I was living in a suburb uh, between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem in Israel, uh, which is very like a military kind of um, um, city. Um, Both of my parents were military people. So they send us to so many after classes um, activities because they were so busy with their careers. Um, And one of the classes that was attended was a fashion class. For, for kids, for girls, and I was absolutely amazed by the idea of taking fabrics and create whatever I want to do with it. Um, the, the teacher was a student at the same university that I was attended. I guess like 20 years later, uh, no less, 10 years later, um, and uh, she was studying at Chen Kao. Um, and that was my inspiration to explore this area, but it started very early for me. Wow. So you're saying
1: that you went to this, um, to this class and it was about fashion design
2: when you were Correct. very young. Right, yes. That was the first time I saw, you know, sewing machines, fabrics, drawing, inspiration, all of these things. And I was like... Super um, inspired by that, and I can also tell you, when I grew up, um, I went to Shenkar, which is one of the best universities for fashion design in Israel, uh, and actually number six in the world for fashion design, which is amazing. Um, so it was really hard to attend and like really hard to accept to it, but after um, a lot of uh, you know like tests and like uh, doing all the process of getting in. I was getting in, and I decided to open this after-class school for girls and giving back the inspiration that I was getting. So while I was a student, I had something like 300 kids, girls, coming to my house uh, in Tel Aviv where I had my studio as well. And I was just teaching them fashion design exactly the same class that I was doing when I was 10 years old. So, so now I meet all these girls around the city, and they're telling me they're so uh, uh, they're still doing the things that we were learning. And I hope I, I gave back to, to wow. to this lady who taught me.
1: I, I, you're making me want to come to Israel so I can be in the class with you. <laughs> oh yeah, you should. So yes, do you, do you feel that living in Israel influenced your
2: aesthetic? um i think I think, in the way that I was going to this direction of making uh, fashion tech, that was very for sure um inspired by living here um all of my friends are working for tech or like high tech companies, also my husband, and it's like all around us this innovation side of uh of of doing things or thinking about um ideas. Um, so I, so when I studied fashion design in Chancar, I realized that I really like exploring the relationship between fashion and technology, and that's what led me to create this 3D printing fashion collection.
1: Wow. So, I mean, it happens to be that I am not so tech savvy, and I, my husband is in the tech field. So for me... I take a lot of things for granted because, you know, he'll help me with, you know, computer problems. And, you know, those are like the mundane things. But if you could just, can you describe the process of 3D printing for those of us who don't completely understand it?
2: Yes, absolutely. And I can totally understand why 3D printing can sound like something that is very complicated thing, but it's not honestly, if you will see these home 3D printers that you can see sometimes in like offices or schools, they're so easy to use, it's the same as printing paper once you know how to do it. But basically 3D printing, the idea behind it is printing an object by printing layer by layer. So the computer is connected to the printer, to the 3D printer, and once I finish designing my part, uh, for example, in my case is like finishing printing, uh, designing this top or jacket, I then communicate it to the printer, and the printer will a, uh, has a, a material that's going in that looks exactly like a thread, like a sort of a plasticky thread that's going into the printer. And, and because it's connected to the computer, it will just print the object layer by layer. That means that you can create any structure you have in your mind, because when the, this technique of printing layer by layer means you can do a really complex um, uh, complex uh, object. Um, and that's, that's what I love about this technology, that your imagination is the only limitation you have.
1: It's, it's really amazing. And did you take a specific course when you were in college for 3D printing?
2: Well, not really. Um, a year before I started, that was my final project for fashion school. I decided to 3D print an entire fashion collection instead of sewing it. Um, so I guess the inspiration was when I was in New York for an internship in uh, Chinatown. Um, mm-hmm. I worked for a company called Trias 4. Uh, it was really interesting uh, um, studio because it's very avant-garde and, and and like very artistic kind of vibe but the designers there are three designers one is the, one of them is from lebanon the other mm. girl is from israel and the other one is from germany so it was a very interesting collaboration to see them working together and um and you know and um and moving forward from all of the uh, political kind of Vibe. Yeah. So they were doing very artistic and, and interesting designs. Like you can see them online. But um, one of the but I was working on them with their collection that was very unique, and they had two dresses printed in three D. Um, so it was really interesting for me as a, for an, an as an intern to see how three D printed garment comes to life. Uh, but for me, I had a few challenges with them. Because the designer were using really big and expensive industrial printers. So each dress was cost, cost something like $20,000, wow. uh, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, but also, also it was really challenging because, um, so we had only one shot to print them because they were so expensive. So we had a lot of stress around these two dresses. They sent to us from Belgium. And they were made from really hard plastic, so the model really, really had some hard time with wearing them because it was like a really stiff, like you know, like a, yeah. like a. Like a, structure, um, like a structure on their body, but it, it, it was beautiful because they designed it on the computer and it was real then, but still it was made from this hard plastic, so the, the models that hurt under their arms, they couldn't sit with them, and it was keep break, and we had to fix it and all of that. So I came back to Israel and I was like thinking about 3D printing, like how can I do this by myself and how can I... Do it for less than $20,000, and how can I solve all these problems that I saw? Um, and that's basically what started my journey with it. Um, I didn't take any course back then. We didn't have even add 3D printers in my school. So, um, luckily, I live in Tel Aviv, and we have all these maker spaces. Uh makerspace means uh like a room of technology that you can just go and experiment with the different technologies, meet other makers or designers that's trying to do cool things using technology and like you can, you know, talk with them and ask them questions. And um so I went to this makerspace and I actually met uh uh ultra uh ultra religious, like ultra orthodox guy. Paul Yaniv, and uh, he taught me anything I know about 3D printing, like literally right away, gave me all the knowledge. He was like an angel sent to nice. sent to my project. And he then helped me like learning about 3D modeling. He didn't want to see the final results that I can tell you because he knew that it's going to be fashion, it's going to be garments, and he, he didn't want it to see how it looks like. But he helped me with all of the technical side, like the computer Settings and all of that. So, so this is kind of the things that I think is very unique living here because people are so generous with their knowledge, so generous with their time, um, which is very unique too. So to basically,
1: just us. the way that everyone, most of the culture in Israel, or a lot of the culture, is accepting and um, forward-thinking, is and people embrace you and want to help you that like give and take is inspiring for sure and Definitely. then probably the clothing that you make you could see the the love that goes into it you know like that it's coming from a place of you know of of peace and things like that so that's that's very that's very special to hear and I'm happy to hear that it's nice to hear you
2: know of that right? Even take process. Mm, yeah, because so, most of if, the time you don't get to like. I'm sorry, I interrupt you, but no. you don't you don't get to interrupt interact interact with the uh, people that are you know like different than you. I'm um, just saying it in a in a homer way but like for me like meeting this guy and like uh we had this uh mutual passion for creation and that's what connects us um was very special because you get to know a, you know, get to know person um for for we worked together for like nine months so we get to know each other very well. We're like really good friends now. But probably I would never interact with this guy because of his um, way of la- living or, you know, um, the different culture um, yeah, way that we, we are living. So, so that's what creation and, like, collaboration are one of my favorite things <laughs> of doing in this yeah. world. Yeah,
1: and for me also in this process of you know, doing the podcast, I feel like I've been meeting so many interesting people and having these conversations. And because we share the same passion, we're able to have these conversations, but also at the same time, I just feel like it feels really good to know that there are people in the world that, you know, that care about each other, that want to lift you up not not the other way around so it's, it's right it's really nice and so yeah, how does the thought process for and the design for the 3D printed clothes how does that differ from mm-hmm. regular clothing
2: mm-hmm. um, okay so it is a little bit different I mean I'm starting with a sketch that I'm doing you know I'm just drawing on a piece of paper but Beside that, all of the designing process happens on my computer. Um, that means that I'm doing all of the pattern making of the dresses on my computer. And then I send it to the 3D modeling software. So then I can see how the top is changing in front of my eyes. So for example, if I'm choosing working with a different size, different kind of triangles, I can modify them, I can change them. I can play with the density of them. I can do all of this changing right in front of my eyes. so even if I started with my sketch um, that I had in my mind, eventually it will look different because the computer is becoming part of my designing process yeah. um, and then and then everything is um, everything is digital I don't have a physical um, part of my process like I can email you a jacket or I can email you a dress and you can print it on the other side of the world in New York you can print it there and you will have the exact same design that I was doing um, so, so I think it's very interesting because I don't have um, so if I'm working with you if you're like you're my client I don't, need to in, I don't need to see you in person in order to create a dress that will fit you like a glove. Without ever meeting you in person, um, and then when I said to print after we communicate the simulation of the dress that I designed for you, um, and you said okay I like it and I send it to print. Um, every print meant to be part of your dress, so part is so, so meant to be the sleeve or meant to be the front of the dress or the back of the dress. So I have zero waste, which is not something possible to do with the regular fabrics. Um, so. That's so yes, true. so definitely it is, it is different, um, yeah. So because if of all I were of these to, things,
1: if I were to ask you to make a dress, let's say, I would send you my measurements. Is that
2: what you would ask me for? How would you know? I will how? ask you to download an app, an Israeli mm-hmm. app, by the way, um. Mm-hmm. Then you will take two photos of yourself wearing uh, like a yoga. Where, um, and then I will take, I will get, these, then send it to me, and I'll get all of your measurements just by taking two photos, and I'll t- I'll get a sort of like a figure um, that has your measurements, and I can literally click on it and see how much centimeters I have from one side of the shoulder to the other side of the shoulder, from the top of your shoulder to the end of your hand, and all of that. So I can see, and it's very very precise. That's have to say. Then I put all of this information to my computer. I create the pattern of the dress that will fit you exactly and then send it to print.
1: Wow. So I just would take pictures, like two pictures and put it on on the exactly. And I wouldn't even have to be measured, you're saying.
2: Exactly. I don't need to meet you in person.
1: It's impressive.
2: yeah um, you know, we're talking about how fashion can be better for the future for our children um, you know for the next generation. we're always trying to find sustainable alternatives because the way it's working today is is absolutely insane um, so so thanks to all of connection of this technology, like creating this recipe um, is helping to is helping to make better fashion, I think.
1: And I, I completely agree. Do you feel like there have been challenges along the way for you in terms of the 3D printing? or?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the technology is very at the beginning. So it used to take me, when I was doing my first collection, it was something like 300 hours to print one dress. Today it will take me something like 80 hours in only three years in between. So I guess that shows us this technology does accelerate fast, but it's still 80 hours. It's insane. Um, And then the materials are very basic today. Uh, My my design, my textiles, um, they're much softer than it looks on the photos, um, but it's made from a sort of a rubber kind of feeling it's nothing like cotton or silk or leather or material we know today so I hope in the future material will evolve but definitely that was a really big challenge to find um the right material to print with that will be soft and 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 nice to wear body yeah yes exactly
1: so what trends are you excited about in the 3d fashion space
2: Oh, I love all love them <laughs> I mean, I am really so I can so in the past three years after graduating from fashion school, my collection was the first in the world that was printed using this technology the the desktop machines um, so it went completely viral and um and everyone was talking about it and 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 I've been to more than twenty countries talking about my my idea my my process i'm really open with my knowledge because i again i feel like i need to give back to this guy who taught me anything um so so i met so many students and uh, i'm running a lot of workshops so it makes me to to be really at the front side of the like what's new in this technology what is the new printers that we have, like how can I use it in my work? Um, I am really like like literally every day seeing what's new in this area. And and like just to see it evolve so much, um, it's really inspiring and giving me new ideas for new design. Um, so, so definitely the, the new trends that we have today are printer that you can – that are similar to Um, this black belt that you can find in the grocery store when you put your product and you know this black belt is turning around at the cashier. Do you know what I'm talking about? So the same with 3D printing. They have this 3D printing um, extruder or, or the part of the machine on top of this black belt. And when I print my textile, it will just turn it around. So I don't need to print many pieces like I used to. And then assemble them together. I can just print a dress in like four pieces uh, versus 40 pieces, maybe, because the printer plate is so small. Um, so definitely, this is the new trend in 3D printing. This uh, conductable um, plate, um, and it's it's one of my favorites. This is how I work today.
1: So you're saying that it's it's because it's a bigger surface that you can make less pieces, or what enables it to be less amounts of pieces
2: that you yes, have to Good put question. Together? I'm sorry, I didn't explain it. So my printer, the desktop machine that I have, are on the size of a, like a sheet of a paper. It's like A4. And um, when you print a dress, it's much more than the size. So I had to, after designing the dress in my computer, I need to then cut it so it will fit to the printer plate. So when I print a dress, it has eight pieces in the front and then eight pieces in the back and then another eight pieces for the sleeves, for example. But when you print with a long piece of printer... Uh, means I don't need to cut it to so many pieces. It could just print until it's finished. Um, so so that means I don't need to print so many pieces because the the the, the printer will allow me to print a long piece of textile. Wow. Well, if it makes sense. I guess I, I need mean to it see m- it. It's I hard think it to makes see.
1: sense, but I'm imagining... The next time I go to the supermarket, I'll be thinking of you because <laughs> <laughs> we have that long we, we call it a con- I guess we call it a conveyor belt, I think. Right. Yes. Um, yes. But yes. I do I I kind of understand. You're not you're not as limited in terms of how large of a piece you can
2: print. So, yeah, and even if you're really curious to see it, um, you can just Google black belt. Or you can wait for my next collection that hopefully will be out in the next uh, two months. And then you will see the process. I'm always um, liking to explain the process behind the garments. Um, and definitely, will see, you will see how I print my textiles these days. So,
1: how would you describe the woman you designed for?
2: Um, well, this is a good question because I don't think about any specific person in my head. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking more about the future of fashion. Like, I'm not really selling my garments these days. It's going for museums, exhibitions, things like that. Um, so, I do sell on my website one jacket that is literally the only garment you can buy on the internet in three d printing, and thats that was the only that was the reason I wanted to just put it there. I just wanted to see if it's possible to create more than one piece for museum use um, so I'm selling this jacket, and my customers, uh, not very surprising, are either collector for fashion. Or um, ladies who run fashion, or running, you know, like fashion tech companies, um, like the CEO of it. So they wanted to wear something innovative when they do um, keynotes, uh, talk, or you know, presentations or events, stuff like that. So they order my jackets. Um, but, most like, but, most, uh, like, but when I think about my designs, I'm trying to keep them as much as like, ready-to-wear kind of style, something mm-hmm. you can imagine wearing with a pair of jeans and a 3D-printed top and just walk the street with it without looking very strange. <laughs> um, so I'm really trying to find a balance between what we know from the real world, from the traditional fashion trends, and, uh, and, like, using high-tech technology to uh, achieve it.
1: Yes. Actually, I saw um, you have a skirt. I think you made a black pencil skirt. It looks like a pencil yes, skirt. Yes, right. And I've right, seen right. you online wearing it, so, you know, that just shows you that you can incorporate some of these pieces in your everyday
2: life. Right. That was a crazy story, by the way, this skirt, because uh, I was invited to speak at TED. Um, No, I was actually invited – I I spoke at TED, and I wore this skirt. So if anyone here want to see it in action, you can just go to TED.com and see my talk and, like, see the the skirt. Uh, But besides that, I was invited, like, uh, two, three days before – uh, to a show for Tyra Banks show in LA wow. they called me the producer called and she said okay Tyra Banks really want you to come and like you should come and it's going to be in three days and I was in New York in a conference and she said oh you have to wear a 3D printed uh, something <laughs> and uh, I told her I have a dress but like only the back is printed and she said no it's not going to to show like you need to wear something more than that Um. So I said, Okay, I can tell her no I said, Okay, yeah, yeah, don't worry. I will I will wear something three D printed and um and I was in this conference and they had three D printer so I went to the guy and I was like, Hey, can I use your printer? Really it's really urgent. I have to print my skirt. Um, can you please help me? And he was like, Oh yes, printing skirt, definitely you could use my printers and I was just printing the pieces overnight, took all the parts and then assembled them in my hotel room and arrived to Tara Bank with this black skirt, and everyone were like, "Wow, this is printed! Wow, let me touch it." It's like turned to be like this uh, interactive uh, skirt, and um, it was fun story because I didn't have to be in my studio or next to my own printer. You know, I was just taking my computer, designing this skirt really quick, cut it into pieces so it will fit the printers that I had around me, and just print it. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a really good um, idea on how the future might look like when you have this printer in your houses or around you or in, like, in the hotel room even, and you don't need to take a suitcase with you. You can just print your clothes. Um, the thought of so that is just a,
1: amazing. I mean, if you can imagine that, you know, you could be anywhere and have clothing.
2: Correct.
1: So yes, that's, that's incredible. Do you, are the printers expensive?
2: Uh, well, I would say you have such a big range of, of prices. Like you can find from $800 to like 10000 Uh My printer that I'm using costs uh, uh, $2,500 mm-hmm. for printer, which is not that bad if you use it so much like me. Yeah. Um, but I would think before we'll have it in our houses, you will see it more in like schools or, you know, offices, um, FedEx stores.
1: So you think we're gonna like do that. more of them? It's gonna become more accessible.
2: Oh yes, 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 definitely, in the next few years.
1: And I do. I saw that you and um, you designed the dress for Amy Purdy. She was in the. Mm-hmm. Paralympics so mm, what went behind right. that design what was your
2: inspiration for that mm, my inspiration was the birth of Venus so the Paralympic uh, the birth of Venus the painting by uh, Botticelli. Um, the Paralympics committee contacted me and they were like we're doing a segment of a lady dancing with a robot and we really wanted to wear a dress that's made by a robot as well uh, because uh 3 d printer, of course, is a sort of a robot. And um, so Amy was wearing – so after seven months of working, using the method I was telling you, because I didn't get a chance to meet her in person. She was in the U.S., the event was in Brazil, and I was in Israel. And we all had to communicate on making this dress that will be, you know, beautiful enough to show to – hundreds of millions of people who watched the opening ceremony. Um, So it was very challenging, but uh, using this technology, she was taking her two photos, and I just created this dress. We arrived to the final rehearsal, and she put it on, and it fits her like a glove. Um, And uh, my inspiration was using, um, you know, Amy is a double-leg amputee, and she's still a medalist uh, uh, for snowboarding, Paralympic medalist, and she was dancing with the stars and she, she's dancing beautiful. She knows how to swim. She's doing all these things with her high-tech prosthetics. Um, mm. So for me to see her um, and learning about her and see the other um, um, Olympics uh, um, champions um, really showed me that they got like a sort of like rebirth because uh, when they're having their prosthetics, they're using this technology as part of their bodies, and they can achieve better things than us. So so I saw the birth of Venus, usually, really often I'm using traditional artwork in my as my inspiration, but for this one, I saw her wearing something that looks like it was growing on her body. That's why I chose to work with this nude color and then um, making this structure that is very feminine but completely was made on computer. Um, and um, and then she was wearing her high-tech prosthetics, of course, and was dancing a, in a beautiful four-minute segment, Samba dance with a robot mm-hmm. that was dancing with her. Um, it was very, you know, it was very powerful. So, so I really felt for this painting, and that's what I chose to work with.
1: And the the birth of Venus is kind of like a rebirth, you would say.
2: Correct, yes. Like for her, when she was 18, she got this disease and she lost her legs, which is like in the middle of the life. It's insane and it's like can really break you, but she, she you know, she made like lemonade out of it and she, she got her prosthetics and she stood up on her legs again and she was doing like even better than she was doing before. Like, she, she won, a, you know, Olympic medal. It's insane, like, to think that without two legs, you can still achieve anything you want. Um, so yeah. definitely, I saw it as a rebirth, definitely. And I think so, she's also see it this way.
1: And how did she feel in the dress that you designed for her? Did you get to speak to her, to communicate with her afterwards?
2: Yes, for for sure. Um, We were there a few times in Brazil that year, um, all together, and um, she was doing a lot of rehearsal, and um, at the beginning she had to get used to the feeling on wearing this dress,
1: but Mm -hmm. because
2: it was made to her measurements completely, it has all of every angle Offer, body, every curve, it was fits exactly to her. So immediately, like after a few rehearsals, she felt very, like, good in it and, like, very natural. And she could do all of her steps, like, very, very beautifully.
1: The more that I talk to you, the more starstruck I am. Because I feel <laughs> like you're so innovative and you're just on the forefront of fashion and technology and I just, I'm really amazed by everything that you're doing. Thank you.
2: Um, I guess it's, I never expected we will talk and I will do like press interviews over my, you know, work. Um, So, so, so I guess it was just uh, like for me, like just coming to my studio and do whatever I have in my mind, it's like a blessing. So the rest is nonsense. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Right. This is your this is your passion. Definitely. Yes, correct. So right now you're designing a collection. What are you most excited about it?
2: I am exciting working on a new collection every time there is a new word to say about this technology. So I'm not like every fashion house who creates collection, like summer collection, winter collection, no. For me, it's like every time there is something new to talk about or experiment with, that's when I do new collection. So just having, finding all the right partners to create um, this new innovation textile and like taking it to the next level is already very exciting. Uh, But I would say the the most exciting thing about it is that I'm combining a few different colors in my textiles um, until now, I was using only one color in every print. And today, with the new opportunities, I can print a dress in four pieces, and then I can also print textiles that contain a few colors, more than one. Um, so that's open, and a whole new opportunity of design design thinking, like collecting like these, these different colors together, uh, in one textile and getting what, one more step closer to the regular textile most that most of the wear. time contains a few colors. Yeah, exactly.
1: So what what will that look like? Will it look like a print? Will it just? Will it look like? Or is it different? Is it different colors in one one garment basically?
2: Mm-hmm. Right, so it's gonna be look similar because I'm using the same material to mm-hmm. the designs I was doing until now. Um, different structures, of course, new textiles and all of that. But uh, but in every style, because we said that could be even like a complex structure. I mean, if I'm doing like a lace-like textile, I can have three different layers of colors. So the first layer with the flowers will be white, and then on top of it, the little leaves will be red, and then mm. on top of it, I'll have these lines that show the leaves that will be yellow. You know, so I can contain this three-dimensional textile, but also it was made with three three-dimensional, you know, uh, technology. Yeah, so it's it's very interesting. It's like a 4D kind of. Kind of textile because um, it's not only like a 3D object, but also had three different, three or three or more colors to it.
1: Wow, um, that sounds very exciting. I happen to love. I'll
2: send you a photos when I yes, see. Yes, I want to
1: see. I I love I love avant garde. I love
2: artistic, you know,
1: crazy looks. Um, I wish I could wear more of them. So you would love it. You know, although living in New York, you could probably wear anything walking down the street and nobody would look at you twice, but. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So how would you describe your personal style? Mm.
2: Well, very basic, very comfortable. You know, in Tel Aviv, and it's so hot in the summer or most of the year. So, for us, like, it's very, like, a relaxed kind of vibe. People are not very, you know, dressed up here. It's not the energy. Um, so, definitely, like, a jeans and a T-shirt or, you know, like, sneakers. That's, Something that that's you can my move in. Look. Oh yeah. Yes, definitely. Like moving, like you know. And what walk do the you th- streets really easily. yeah. Just
1: to be easy, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about modest fashion? Can three D printed clothes be included in modest fashion?
2: Well, yes. Um, definitely. Um you cannot achieve. You cannot achieve anything. So, um, so I would say, I mean, so for example, I made a black dress that I didn't want it to be a see-through compared to the rest of my designs that I was doing. Um, so I played with the density of it, and it's not a see-through fabric. So, so I'm getting a lot of these questions, but the models are almost like naked because the the textile are such a see-through textiles, uh, but that was my decision. Like this is the design idea. Uh but definitely you can achieve like a long sleeve, you can achieve like much more modest kinda of design. Um and for me I do think that my designs are modest in a way. Um but maybe some people would not think this way.
1: <laughs> right, right. Because when I look at the three D styles, a lot of them there, there are openings and spaces right. in what you create. So it, it almost looks like like architecture, but there's, there are spaces in between, so it's see-through. So with the 3D printing, is there any way to make, like when you layer it, is there a way to layer it in a way that, that it's not see-through?
2: Yes, definitely. This is, a, this is a decision. It's a designing decision. Yes, okay. you can definitely do it. Less see-through or not see-through at all.
1: Okay, because I wasn't sure, you know, when I was looking at them, maybe some, some of the designers I saw that do the 3D printed looks. maybe they have the, maybe they add a lining afterwards. Is that?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. So for myself, I'm sorry if I interrupt you in the middle, but um, as, for myself, for example, I didn't want it to stand on the stage uh, and wear a skirt that you can see my underwear. So I did add a uh, regular fabric as a lining to it. Okay. um also, for my jackets that I'm selling on my website, you can choose the color you can definitely you can see it in front of you like the simulation of this jacket, so you can choose the color of the lining and then you can choose the color of the three d printed textile um, and um and then yeah, and then I create it for you because this is for this is where we at today in this the textile I'm printing is not cut in or or other you know, natural material that we know today. So I'm trying to um, avoid making something that is very heavy using the materials we have today, and therefore I'm choosing to work with more like light, light, lighting and like a see-through kind of style. Uh, it's because of the material most, mostly. Um, but definitely you can attach uh, real lining to it, uh for the models on the runway I wanted them to wear completely 100% 3D printed material so I I printed their shoes as well but there is no fabric lining to to these designs But it was a it was my decision to do it this way
1: I understand so you it was a desi- design decision because you wanted to show the a complete 3D uh printed look Correct. But you're saying also it's, you know, right now there's only certain types of fabrics available, but maybe hopefully one day when there's more fabrics available to use in 3D printing, do you think they will be, the the clothes right. could take different shapes and not, it'll be,
2: they will be more, more options. More similar to what we know. Correct, yes. And we don't call it fabric, we call it uh, filaments. Filament is the material you feed a printer with. It's just similar to, you know, a spool of a thread, uh, but just different size and different material. So, um, so I wish we'll have more better filament to print with that will be more similar to the threads we know today.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. And what? <laughs> so, no, I, I just, I will probably. One day I hope, I mean I know some of the I don't know how much your jacket is. <laughs> but but um to me I would love to wear something like that because I mm-hmm. love
2: the,
1: I love the innovation, I love the architecture, I love the just how you, you know, just how unique it is. So maybe I would I would get something like that and I would just put, like, a slip under it or, like, a, you know, I would find a way to wear it.
2: Right. But yeah. So, yeah. The idea for me is not actually making these jackets or these dresses and sell to people. It's uh, more about, you know, designing the dresses and then give you the file to just print it by yourself. Um, so now you ask me for the jacket. The jacket is super expensive because it I had to print it. The printing happened in Spain. They send it to us in Israel. Then we assemble it and send it to the customer. It's like very high end like kind of product
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: But if I'll just sell you the file and you'll go to your printing store close by and just print the pieces um and like uh, and then and then assemble it by yourself, it's going to cost you a few dollars for the file. So similar to what happened with music that you used to go and buy a physical CD and then listen to music, or you know, like today you go to a store and you buy a physical store and wear it. Um, so, and, and today you can just download digital music directly to your phone or everywhere you go. The same thing will happen with fashion. Today, fashion is very physical, and I think in the future it will be more and more digital. So we will have better solutions on how to, how to, you know, how to print it and have the 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 the, the, the final object, um, the physical object, the real dress eventually. But it will be all digital files all all of, all over the internet.
1: Wow! So I see that that's your your ultimate goal is that
2: we just can- selling my files. Right. So you're fine. Not the actual garments. not
1: the actual garments. That I understand. Correct,
2: Yeah.
1: So what are you excited and then it about? Will be,
2: um what are you excited about? For the future of fashion?
1: For the future for the future of fashion and technology. What are you excited about?
2: Right. I mean, the most I excited that we will have the choice to choose what we want to wear. Today the Big fashion brands are, you know, we are, we're in this world of fast fashion, um, and they're creating so much styles and designs that sometimes we don't really want to buy, um, and they had to, to do something with that. And it's finished under our grounds uh, as a waste. There is so much waste in the fashion world that we are not aware of, really. It's like number two for um, making bad to our environment, it's number two industry. Um, so I'm excited that we will have more sustainable solution to choose from. That's to start with. Um, I am excited about the freedom and uh, that fashion will be more democratized and more people will be able to, to design and sell their product. Um, I like to compare it to what happened with Etsy, for example, or to YouTube where young singers just upload their – creations and immediately became a famous singer. Uh, So imagine uploading your dress and millions of people download it and wear it all around the world and it's like a viral dress Um, and you become a known designer without even having a physical store anywhere. Um, So I'm excited about the many opportunities that will come with it. Uh, I'm excited that I can recycle all of my designs and create new filament and then print a new dress out of it. This is something I can do already today. So if I'm tired of one of my dresses, I can then just recycle it, create new filaments all in my studio, and uh, and then print new dress out of this material. Um, so I think if it will happen with cotton, that will be like a game changer, definitely. Definitely. Um, and can... I'm excited and on, yeah, on, on, on working with people from all around the world and creating something unique to them, without meeting them, and um and and you know and communicating so easily on the design without any photos. It's only like screenshots of my computer, and um, and this is just a few examples on what is the benefits of 3D printed fashion.
1: Yes, I. I did a article about fast fashion so I researched it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just it's really crazy, you know, how around the world, you know, people are affected, those that work in, you know, third world countries and just to just to give us something that costs you know, ten dollars. So
2: mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm.
1: and and most of the people, most people don't really think about that when they go shopping. They don't really realize that, oh wow, this this is something that's so cheap. You know, they don't realize what went into making that garment so correct expensive. Yeah, they don't think right. about that. So mm-hmm. this three D printing, I think for sure is is amazing, and I, after you've just, the way that you described it, the fact that you can recycle it in your studio and make something new out of it, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. want to thank you so much for talking thank to us. Thank you
2: so and much.
1: Describing the process. You spoke so eloquently. I could tell you're a pro, so thank you again for coming on the show, and opening our eyes a little bit more to this world. So thank you so much, Zanit, for
2: Thank for you so much for having me today, and I hope uh, everyone who, who hear us or read it will um, will explore this opportunity, and you're all welcome to visit my website and, and just uh, see the designs. Thanks so much
0: again to Dali Peleg for sharing her experiences in the fashion industry and opening our eyes to the whole new world of 3D fashion. I know I definitely learned a lot, so thanks again. And now we're going to go on to our five fab finds of the week. I wanted to let you guys know that it's very exciting that I have my blog is up and running and it's www fashiondetour.com And from now on, any items that I include in my five fab finds, you can go onto my website, www.thefashiondetour.com and you will see pictures with links to all of the items that I'm describing. So happy shopping, ladies. So the first one is from Bloomingdale's. Bloomingdale's is having a great sale, so definitely go check it out. The dress is Hobbs London, and it's a warm orange sheath dress. Just a great piece that is very flattering for different body types. It looks about three-quarter sleeve. It looks about knee length, and it's a great color for the fall. They're showing a lot of orange on the runways. Okay. The second dress is also from Bloomingdale's great for work, great for play. It's a shirt dress from T. Tahari that's belted and it says on the site on the site that it's 41 inches long from back of neck to hem and it's in like the cutest little dotted print that's like a light blue with white cuff sleeves, actually not cuff, but just white sleeve, white um, detailing around the wrist. So great for work. You could put a blazer over it. You could put a guard cardigan over it. So go check it out. The next item is a wrap maxi dress. Great for, you know, the Shabbos robe type of look, Friday night. Shop this afternoon, looking chic, looking put together, with your tichel, with your shatel, whichever. It's from this uh, company called Cold to Surf. And their items look very comfortable. I spoke with someone who said she orders from them all the time and she loves the quality of the garments. And they're super comfortable. So it's the Tennyson Wrap Maxi Dress. It comes in like, I don't know, eight colors. My favorite color is the blush. And it's so pretty and relaxed and put together at the same time. The next five fab find is from Next. That's the company, Next. And ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to let you know that not only do they have nice clothes for women they have clothes for kids and i've ordered my son who's eight years old i've ordered him uh shabbos shirts you know button down collared shirts i've ordered pants for him from them i've ordered my four-year-old daughter who's like a 14 now i've ordered her dresses from there and they're so reasonable with their kids clothing like you can totally Get away with not paying an arm and a leg for kids' clothing, which you're just going to wear once and then you're, you know, and then that's it. So anyway, check them out for kids' clothing. But also, Next on their U.S. site has a crepe relaxed jacket in the color berry, which I think is a great color for any season, fall, summer, just depending on what you pair with it. So go check that out. And the last... fab find is from the company Marks and Spencer they have this gorgeous gold long dress and it looks like yes they have it has three layers and you can even if you go on the website it's from Marks and Spencer it's a textured maxi tiered waisted dress And it's the cutest thing because they have a little video of the model walking around when you go on the site and it's a shimmery gold and it looks like it has like those like little tiny, tiny pleats, not the ones that make you look bigger than you actually are. These are the flattering kind. Anyway, it just looks like the greatest dress for a wedding Um, an event and also what I would suggest is that in the pictures and it is a long you know to the floor dress but you could totally take off one of the layers because there's three layers so if you wanted it to be you know past your knee just a little bit past your knee I would just take off one of those layers and then you're good to go so again it's a beautiful dress has a lot of movement, has long sleeves, has a high neck. So go check it out. And thanks again for joining me this week while we talk to Dalit Peleg about her amazing career in 3D fashion. And I hope you enjoyed my FFFs. Go check out my blog and have a great week.